Hello, Courtney. <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be scary right now, and I start laughing right out of the bat. I, I just, like, can't. Uh, Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, Hello. hi. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's a scary week. Uh, it is Halloween-y season, and mm -hmm. I decided to let my hair down today, quite literally. <laughs> Um, for those that are listening uh, in the auditory manner in this moment, just imagine your your worst nightmare uh, with sunglasses, and that's basically what I look like right now. Uh, you could call me, you know, I have a little bit of a slash vibe, uh, a little mm -hmm. bit of that hair rock vibe. Uh, fortunately, you can really just see, for those viewing, you can testify to this, I've you can really just see my head, which is helpful because the spandex are really, really tight right now, <laughs> um, uncomfortably so. So I've got, I've got the scaries, if I do say so myself. You're joking about the spandex, but um, I also have my uh, scary outfit on, which is not scary at all. Uh, oh gosh, thank you so much for saying that. I was, <laughs> I really didn't want to say anything. I was like, listen, I, I've learned my lesson. Don't talk about how. You know, a lady chooses yeah. to dress, express That's yourself. Right. I thought this was mm -hmm. just a new chapter. You know, you're <laughs> we're closing in on another year. You're, you know, chief yeah. marketing officer. You're really trying to own, you know, lady right. boss. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have that energy. <laughs> but well, for those of you listening, I have got on my very best um, '80s attire. And listen, I gotta say, Blake, I never had to put makeup on in the '80s. I was a child in the '80s. Uh, but for those of you women out there that did put makeup on in the 80s, because I put on 80s makeup this morning, bless you. You know, my hat's off to you because that is a chore. Um, and I'm sure it was your daily big three every day, you know, hands down. The hair, the makeup, it was, it was a chore. So I, I commend all of you. Boy, I kind of like, the more I look at myself here in the reflection of my monitor, I'm like, you know what? This kind of works. This kind of works. So I may just... <laughs> It may affect it may affect my sales numbers. We'll see, but I think it could affect it in a positive way. You know, people go, "Hey, listen." Yep, up and to the right. Especially if I bring my keytar to my Zoom calls, I think that would be helpful. So here's the deal, yep. everyone. It's a scary time, not because mm -hmm. it's Halloween, but sometimes you get what we call the old Sunday scaries. Yep. And it's not because there's a ghoul under your bed or because you accidentally saw a photo of me wearing what I'm wearing right now, it's because tomorrow's Monday morning. Well, I, I think a lot of times we don't necessarily have those scaries during the work week because we're usually making progress towards something. You know, like we're action oriented usually for our work on those days. But I think what happens on the weekend is you have this little bit of rest and I think our bodies just start to anticipate all the things that could potentially be looming for us on Monday morning. Maybe they were the things that, you know, we didn't document the task uh, that all of a sudden we remember that we uh, forgot. Um, it's just the anticipation of what's got to be accomplished next week. And our, our bodies are kind of almost like gearing up for the week, but it's like, we're, we're trying to tell it like, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're still on the weekend. It's not quite time yet. And I think a lot of times it's just that disjointed nature that really causes us to, to have a lot of anxiety about Monday. 
you can do something to prevent or assuage the Sunday scaries. And that's what we want to help you with so that yep. this Halloween, you only have to be worried about this face knocking on your door. <laughs> this face right here bringing a keytar to your door and asking for candy as an adult man. Let that be your greatest fear this, <laughs> this Halloween season. Today, to help you kind of overcome the Sunday scaries, we've got four key categories to look at as you plan for your upcoming week. This is one of my favorite topics, one of, like, I'm speaking for you, but I think this is one of your favorite topics as well. What, Halloween? Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't want to give it away, but we're going to be talking about the weekly preview. Oh, uh, that is one of my so, favorite topics. Yes. Um, so you can all join us as we enter our most haunted uh, version of the focus on this podcast to defeat the Sunday scaries. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to a special terrifying episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can vanquish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays again. I'm Verbs from the past, Courtney, Lisa Frank's sister, Mandy Frank Baker, and Blake Van Stratton. Happy Monday. Okay, Courtney, are you ready to talk about the first scare? Here, do you have a flashlight? I can shine it under my face. Sure. Well, hand it to me virtually. There okay. we go. There you go. Okay. Imagine the drafted content you wrote has been designed. The proofs are sitting in your inbox for final approval. You're now deep into your next writing project, and you realize at the end of the day that the proofs were supposed to be reviewed and sent off <gasps> two days ago. Now they're overdue. And the delay, it means you'll have to pay extra to rush the job. That's right. Dropped tasks are scary. And that's why you need to capture everything you're accountable for in a single location. Right, Courtney? I mean, I don't know that we ever say that, like, okay, task and deadlines, like, being dropped, that they're scary. I don't know that we would ever frame it that way. But I do think it is part of what makes the Sunday scaries a real thing. I think we, a lot of times, feel like we don't have a way to to process these well. And when we don't have a way to do that, you know, they kind of find ways of creeping up at the wrong time, you know, in the middle of the night when you remember that thing. Or, you know, when you're out playing with your kids and you're like, oh, gosh, do I walk back to the house to find somewhere to document, you know, what do I do here? And so I think there's, it's understandable. And I think we've all had moments where this is scary for us. Again, I don't know that we would say it that way. But the way that we've built this into the full focus planner 
is to help you whenever you do your weekly preview, there's a process to do your list sweep, checking your email, your meeting notes, Slack, and anywhere else that you have task delegated to you. And that really is a way to try to help you consolidate and um, to kind of have a, a net for making sure you account for all the tasks that are needed. Basically a way to help that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, that thing um, doesn't actually happen. The scary part of drop tasks is the the sinking feeling, you know, like you're going down the stairs at night and it's totally dark and you're like, oh gosh, is something going to jump out and get me? It's like that, but with a task that you forgot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. you don't, it's not even the drop task, it's the fear that, oh, is there something I'm supposed to be doing right now? That's why this part of the weekly preview is so helpful is because rather than mm-hmm. just going from reactive scary moment to reactive scary moment, yep. you take an extended period of time to do that whole flyover to look at mm-hmm. everything and then to write all of those things down. Uh, you know, even if you've got like for me, if I'm capturing tasks throughout the week, usually I'm capturing them digitally. I use a, a digital task manager mm-hmm. just because it's fast and convenient and I can talk to Siri about it and all that. But during my weekly preview, it's important to go, what's important? What's happening this week? Write those things down and then you can make a choice about them ahead of time. You know, write down the important deadlines. If you, you know, Mm -hmm. we're talking about the weekly preview. If you've got a full focus planner, after that task list section, you can actually write down in the little calendar breakdown section, at least this is how I use it, Courtney. I'll write down mm-hmm. the major deadlines and events and things that are there. That way, I'm headed into my week and I'm not afraid of those forgotten tasks sneaking around the corner, right. scaring me with their 80s wig. Yeah, and I will say for me, I you know I'm always putting tasks in my planner. Um, we also have a project management tool called Asana that we use as um, a company. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of a hybrid system. But for me, as part of my weekly preview is doing that list sweep and making sure that all of those things that I've, I've written in my planner get accounted for. And, and what I do is actually move those into the next week when I want to have those accomplished. Um, and that works really well for me. So I think as part of your weekly preview process, you may get through your list sweep and kind of looking at your task list and have this moment of, okay, this is impossible. You know, this is too much. You know, like I could work constantly and never get this list done. And really what we want to do with the weekly preview is to set up a week you can win. You know, (laughs) it's not to overwhelm you. It's to do the opposite. And so I think if you get to that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, this is impossible, that should be a red flag for you to really get ruthless with your task list. Um, You know, that's where... I, I know a lot of times people feel like they can't talk to their bosses about these, you know, instances. If they're having a week that it's like, okay, this is absolutely not gonna happen. They just like let deadline, you know, things drop, you know, because they have to, or they just work an enormous amount of hours trying to accomplish these things. Uh, For me and the people I lead, you know, I want them to come to me and say like, hey, can you help me prioritize what's most important? Are there things that I could push out? Um, A lot of times I find 
that there are things that they feel like are really critical that when they bring it to me, I'm like, oh no, you know, we let's move that to this date. It's not a huge deal. And so um, that's one thing. If you find this on a like repeating process that over and over again, you're just getting to that point where you're like, I, I cannot win this week because of what I've got to do coming up. The other advantage of taking time to look at all of the tasks and obligations you've got in the upcoming week is not just to schedule them, but uh, if you need to, you can get rid of some. I mean, Courtney, you, you just covered potentially pushing back certain meetings, but you could also just eliminate some tasks if you realize those aren't really important anymore, or you could delegate them. Maybe you feel like, hey, I'm going to be overwhelmed. Let me ask a teammate if they can handle that this week. Or you may take the time in this moment to go, how could I ask yourself the question, how could I make these tasks easier or faster? And so maybe you put in some kind of automation or some kind of batching, you know, maybe you put that in your calendar, say, listen, I have to do this 12 times this week. Maybe I could just crunch all that in. I've got a window on Monday of three hours. Let me just knock it all out then. But consolidating, automating, eliminating, delegating, all of that has a chance to happen only if you take some time before your week begins to really take a hard look at those things. Courtney, may I scare you again? Yes. Okay, get ready. Get ready. Hold on tight. You okay. can grab a blanket All if you right. need to. Imagine. I'll make sure it's my way to blanket. Imagine. Sorry. It was a dark and stormy work day. Your boss is presenting an update to the executive team and asks you to cover a few slides. You agree. It'll be easy, or so you think. On the day of, you're sipping coffee when you realize the meeting has already started. It's on the other side of the building, and you have missed three calls from your boss. Ooh. <laughs> that one is, I mean... I mean, obviously, it's not that kind of scary, but that is a scary, that's a terrible feeling right there um, when you are supposed to be contributing, especially uh, you're doing something for your supervisor, um, probably in front of other people that are in leadership at your company. I mean, that is right. That is a, that is a scary for sure. And when you're doing your weekly preview, you know, all meetings are probably not going to, you know, you're not going to write those all down. Um, you may, but, you know, for most people, there are a lot of meetings that are repetitive, things like your team meetings, um, or they're just like little check-ins that maybe don't rise to the importance. But for a meeting like the one you just described, Blake, that would be really important to outline on part of your weekly preview process. Um, and really, that's mainly about visibility um, and not getting caught by surprise. This is scary, I think, for a couple of reasons. One, because you don't want to have a poor performance. But to me personally, I've been in this place just in personal appointments where it's like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to go to you know this, this healthcare appointment or whatever it is. And guess what? I missed it or I'm 15 minutes late or whatever, I still have to pay even though I missed my appointment. So right. it can be costly for your reputation, which is scary. It can be costly for your uh, work results, which is scary, or it could just be costly from a financial perspective uh, or a relational perspective, right? So right. I've, I've, I think, checked all those boxes quite thoroughly. Uh, but if that's you or if you've had that fear of that happening, it doesn't have to be that way. 
again, the weekly right. preview, similar to tasks. When we do that list sweep, Courtney, I always make sure I look at last week's calendar and the upcoming week's calendar, sometimes mm-hmm. you know the, the next two weeks calendar potentially, because I'll inevitably always see something that I forgot about, that if right. I hadn't looked ahead, I either would show up unprepared or would have caught me by surprise and be stressful. So- Totally. And if we haven't sold y'all on the weekly preview, I mean, that's, again, maybe you've done the weekly preview in the past. Maybe you've never tried it. You know, this is really as kind of reconvincing you the power of this tool. Now, I will add, um, if you have a partner or spouse or you have kids, this is also the time to kind of check their big appointments as well. I mean, I think that's sometimes where Um, Even if you're doing the weekly preview, but you're not kind of seeing other people's appointments that impact your appointments can kind of be another scary issue if you don't account for it. Uh, And I really love doing that as part of my weekly preview process as well. Well, you probably know the benefits of a compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Let's move on. Let's do another scary, Courtney. I'm having fun with this. Okay. Let's do a little head shake every time just so you can really. Can you, can you do this one as like a British scary? A British scary. Yeah. Hmm. A British scary. <laughs> can you do I was a about British to make accent? some jokes that were offensive. We have some British listeners and I won't. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. Oh. Oh. Whatever factory this came from, you know. All right. Okay. That is that is foul. Maybe I could do it like what's his name? Uh she was only three years old. Um, but what's his name from Batman? I don't know who that is. But <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> yes, Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. Uh, your friend te- texts and asks you if you want to go out for coffee. You're excited and you agree, but it never finds its way into your planner. On the morning of, you get the text. <gasps> you on your way? Question mark, confused emoji. Like, I don't know if 
after our awards for podcast, but I feel like that one deserves one. Okay, um, yeah, that was my Michael Caine so. does the focus on this mm-hmm. podcast Halloween episode. <laughs> that was that character. That was amazing. Yeah, uh, it was really good. Okay, so this one is kind of a connected scary, but it's it's more about our connections with people um, and our relationships with other people, and you know, obviously you know, those relationships are really what makes life worth living. You know, that's the people closest to us, our most important relationships are really, really the driving force of why we do all the things that we do. And so when we let those fall through the cracks, you know, it's, it's really hard. And I got to admit, Blake, I did this big time recently. Um, I have a group of some friends that I worked with. It was like my first job out of college um, and we get together kind of periodically for lunch or something, maybe two times a year. And so we had been going back and forth, like pitching dates. You know, it's hard when you have a group of people and you're trying to like coordinate all this. And the one well, we person had... doesn't have an iPhone. So it makes the whole text thread green. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, my yeah. message doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I had thrown out a date that worked for me and they had replied back. But I never put it on my calendar. And then the day before the thing, we're like, okay, everybody good for today or tomorrow. And I was like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. But like, obviously my calendar gets filled up, you know, and I felt terrible. And these are people I really love and care for and and really want to prioritize connecting with them. But the problem was it was in a, you know, an informal channel, you know, in a text message, and it didn't get put into my planner. It didn't get then onto my weekly preview. Um, And so it's like a snowball effect. And again, you know, this happens to all of us, but the way to not let that happen is to capture them you know, move it from that informal channel into a a formal channel like your planner. Uh, It's just, you know, really funny that these things still happen to me, even though we've got this really great tool. Mm -hmm. Well, that, I mean, that's one side of the coin corner, which I've definitely been there of just forgetting, you know, kind of, and that's been a theme, I think a little bit is like things that you don't realize are happening, are happening, and then you have to react. The other side of this coin with relationships is that things that in your heart you would love to make happen don't happen because you're yeah. always living in reaction. So right. I'm actually hanging out tonight with a friend and I was trying to do the math. I was like, this is a guy that I feel like is one of, you know, like I we really love hanging out. We're, you know, in each other's weddings and stuff. And I was like, it's been over a year since we've hung out, which is bananas. But, it, and it's not for any, you know, negative reason. It's simply because, hey, we're both busy. Things happen. You just kind of roll through your life and you're busy. The weekly preview is really helpful in this instance. One, to account for those appointments, like you said, Courtney, that you do have with people and to keep those and to honor those commitments. But the other side is uh, the last step in the self-care section. I'll use that portion of the weekly Mm -hmm. preview to think about, well, who would I want to connect with this week? What relationships feel like I want to invest in? And actually be proactive about putting something on your calendar. And sometimes I'll, I'll, you know, if I'm ever sending texts to friends about hanging out, it almost always happens on Sunday afternoon because that's what I'm doing my weekly preview. Right. And I think, oh, yeah, I want to hang out with them this week. I want to see if everybody's free on Friday, you know. So yeah. if that's you, if especially in the last couple of years, it's been easy, I think, to, um, you know, in a pandemic season to, to kind of let some relational rhythms slide. You can leverage the weekly preview 
to proactively invest and re-engage in relationships. I think that's such a great tip. And I feel like we get a lot of questions in the Full Focus community, which by the way, guys, if you're not there with us on Facebook, uh, join us. It's such a great community. you know. But people ask like, hey, I kind of feel like I do the same thing over and over again in the self-care section of my weekly preview. I think that's a great tip for how that might evolve each week. Okay, you ready for our last scary? Yep, I am. Imagine this, Courtney. You get to the end of a weekly preview, and you realize that your next week will feel like moving 180 miles per hour. You're not sure how you're even going to survive this week. Did you feel scared? I, I'm speechless. Wow. Uh, so scared. I can tell. Um, you, you feel very scared, but it's got nothing to do with the content of what I said. It's mostly my gyrations as I was doing that. <laughs> um, uh, yes. I mean, this episode needs to be um, Deleted video. instantly from everyone's <laughs> yes. phones. Thank you. So picking up off of that last, uh, I guess, tip instruction point about the Mm -hmm. weekly preview, this one is about some self-care. That's the category Mm -hmm. we're talking about. The too often overlooked portion, perhaps, of your weekly preview, the part where you think about yourself, how you're doing, and what you might need to take care of yourself. Well, and I I will add that I think a lot of people think of this as like ancillary, like, oh, that's nice. But really, we include this because, one, you're you're a whole person. But again, most of you, you know, your profession, you have to perform. And I see it as a recipe for success. Like if you want to design success in your profession – you're going to have to take care of yourself. Like it's not even an option. And so if you need to reframe this and say like, okay, this is actually what's gonna take me to the next level. If that helps you to actually think about this self-care section differently as less of like, oh yeah, that would be nice if it happens. And more of, no, this is my um, unfair advantage. This is the thing that's really going to catapult me to the next level. You know, I think that mindset shift might might help you a little bit. For anyone listening who hasn't done a weekly preview or doesn't have a full focus planner, all we're talking about is taking time each week to consider a few categories of self-care and be intentional about planning for those and installing those things in your week. So things like sleep, eating, what you want, you know, nutritionally, what you want to do eating wise, move is what we call it, you know, exercise, that sort of stuff. Connect. I touched on that in the last tip about relational connections and Mm -hmm. relax, you know, what you're going to do to simply, you know, turn off and just chill and, and allow yourself to rejuvenate. Yeah. One bonus tip, I guess, with this one is not If you find yourself struggling, I guess, to fill out that section of your planner or to even think through what self-care would be, I think the biggest challenge is something you touched on, Courtney, just the decision that this is important for my success. Right. And if you're struggling with that, what I do in the weekly preview 
is but even before you get to the self-care section is to look back at your annual goals. Mm. And so here's how those are connected. If you're looking ahead at your appointments during the week and the to-do list during the week, it can feel like your whole world. It's just so important that all these million things happen and you what success looks like is just barreling through no matter what it costs. But I think if you first look at your goals, you can see this week in proper perspective in terms of importance. Because, you know, there will be some weeks perhaps that really do require just extra energy and time to, to do all the things that happens. But if that's every single week, then that's an indication that you've fallen out of that alignment. When I look at my goals, it actually reminds me, oh gosh, that goal is actually pretty big. So I can't afford <laughs> to burn out this week. Because guess what? Another week's coming around the corner and another week's coming around the corner. And this is just one iterative step towards a big goal. So it's important for me to take care of myself so that I can actually reach the finish line. You know, it's why a marathon runner uh, doesn't run like a sprinter, like Usain Bolt for the first four miles of the marathon, because otherwise you, you run out of gas, right? You'll never even finish. And so look at your goals as well when you're thinking about prioritizing self-care in your week. And I think it'll help. Hopefully today you learn that you don't have to stay stuck in the haunted mansion with the Sunday scaries. You can start and end your week at ease when you plan your week around your task, deadlines, meetings, and appointments, connections, and obligations, and self-care. And obviously, the weekly preview is really the secret sauce that we really want to encourage you if you're not using uh, to start using right now. Go ahead. Uh, so, Blake, any other final thoughts that you want to add? Uh, um, gosh, my <laughs> final thought. <laughs> mm, a scary final thought. Uh, let's see. Well, the scary final thought is if you don't take steps, you will live Sunday scaries for the rest of your life. To the end of time. <laughs> In this instance, fear doesn't have to get the best of you, but you can just, you know, like your kiddos are probably going to be leveraging fear to score some candy in their pillowcase or whatever they bring. I always just use the pillowcase. Is that, was that That's lame? Is that what man. Listen. Yeah. Now you I get cute little buckets with your name monogrammed on it. Like What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, I've that's got, how they roll now. I, I use the pillowcase. Literally slept on that pillowcase the same night. Probably pretty gross. <laughs> um... So filled with candy, just Reese's wrappers just crinkling around my ear. But you can leverage the fear that maybe you you have felt this Sunday or you're feeling next Sunday to be like, you know what? As soon as you feel that fear creeping in on Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, just say, hey, I'm going to give myself 30 minutes. Just start there to not try to not feel scared about the week and not try to plan everything in your head, but just to go through a process and just see how you feel afterwards. Just go through the process, take 30 minutes, and take those iterative steps till you build that habit. And eventually, uh, you won't have to use fear anymore to try to get stuff done. You can actually just use excitement and vision and purpose to feel motivated for your upcoming week. And finally, start loving Mondays. Isn't that what we're about, Courtney? That's right, that's our whole promise. 
Okay, thanks everybody for joining us. Hopefully you had fun today on this episode of Focus on This. This is the most scary productive podcast on the internet. So don't be a stranger. Join us in the Full Focus Planner community. And you know what? Share your share your own scaries in there and we can help you out. And we'll be here again next week with another great episode. Hopefully less scary for, for my sake, personally. Yeah. Uh, and for all you listening. But we'll be here next week. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.